hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Wednesday, so our dear friend, Donnie Meacham from okmagazine.com is joining us. Hey, Donnie, are you there? Hello, 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 hello. It is Wednesday, but it's also, it's about to be the new year Ooh. and it's time. I know we all say we're thankful for something, but we cannot go without saying how thankful we are for the Nazis oh. for embracing us every week on this, every day for you in this silly little <laughs> show that we put together. This silly little show. It gives me so much pleasure to know it gives people joy. People listen yeah. to it. Donnie, we set this up to really amuse ourselves. You, me, Miss D, Garrett, Corey, Loopy Loop. And it's so delightful that we can bring a little bit of happiness into everybody's day, including ours. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are grateful for you. Hey, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. Big ridiculous story at the top of the show. So Kim Kardashian has revealed what her mommy, Kris Jenner, gave the entire family for Christmas. She gave them cars. Uh, That's right. So they all got a brand new electronic moke. M-O-K-E, I've never heard of it, car in an array of different colours, pink, yellows, oranges and more. Kim said the following, Oh my God, look at our Christmas presents from my mum. For all the kids too, how cool. Courtney seems to have got a car, a white one with a skull on it. Chloe got a pink one. Kim got a pink one too. And while the momager was in... Obviously a very generous giving mood. She also gave us her own Christmas single. She's released Jingle Bells. I know it is awful. You don't have to listen to it. It features Courtney playing the the Jingle Bells and her boyfriend, Travis Barker, playing the drums. So keep the single, but we will take a car. Now, obviously, all eyes are on Pete and Kim seeing what's going on there. We don't know where he is at the moment. I'm told he's still in LA. There were some reports he's coming back to Staten Island to see his family. He was not in the photographs from their Christmas party. However, what do you think about these cars, Donnie? What do you think about an electric car from Kris Jenner? Well, you look at it, these silly little electric cars. They are, they're ugly. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. they look like little golf carts. I don't know where you would ride them except around their multi-million dollar yes. palaces and calabasas. Yes. They're just these, they're little, they look like little Tonka trucks. They do look, I thought they were toy cars at first for the children. For North. Yeah, they look like a golf cart, but you know they're expensive. You know they are pricey, pricey, pricey. Which brings us to our poll question of the day. So Kim Kardashian is revealing Kris Jenner, mommy, gave all the kids a car. That's right, for Christmas. Is this a fantastic idea or is it tone deaf? Obviously, a lot of people are really struggling this year. We have been for a couple of years. What is going on here? Is this just escapism? Are we watching the Kardashians' Instagram feed, social media, to escape into the glamour of the Beverly Hills-type housewives? Or is it just obnoxious? Do you ever think about this yourself, Donnie? When you post a fabulous gift, do you ever say, oh, that's a little obnoxious? What do you think? Yes, I am one of those people that maybe I overthink before I post something because we do have to be careful in our world Mm. these days. And some things we do, we don't realize it can come across is tone deaf or tone ignorant deaf. yeah and you have to think about it yeah i have a friend surprisingly i do have one who has <laughs> children one. and he posted a picture of the christmas tree and there was literally maybe 50 60 gifts under the tree Ooh. and it made me feel like ooh, i was a bit judgy and then when i posted my christmas tree here with bruce there was like about three or four gifts 
under the tree. Uh, four or maybe three were for me. One was for Bruce. I just and buy, a Grammy. I just buy, I just, he has got a Grammy. I just buy one <laughs> gift. Like, I'm not that sort of like, I think it's extravagant. It's a beautiful gift. But I don't know even if I had Kim Kardashian money if I'd buy a car. I just don't know if I would spend money on that. You'd get maybe a nice new shirt from Brooks Brothers or a nice new sweater from J. Crew. Maybe I'd go crazy and even go to Saks. But a motor car? I don't know if I would get you that, but it does bring us to my poll question today. What do you think about this? Is it fantastic or is it tone deaf? Ooh, I can't wait to hear your answer. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Romba or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. Leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Donnie Love, what are you working on Actually, speaking of tone deaf, uh, (laughs) Cynthia Nixon, who stars as Miranda Hobbs, as we knew, and the Sex in the City and the reboot and just like that, she actually spilled that she was very reluctant to come back for the revival. Because now if you look back on the series, it it can be a little tone deaf when it comes to gender and women and especially of people of color Mm -hmm. or lack thereof people of color in the original series. She opened up and she says, I really didn't think I was going to do it, Ooh. talking about the the new reboot. But she's like, the more I talk to Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael Patrick King, who created the series, and Kristen Davis, she goes, it just really became apparent that they were working hard to make sure the show was going to be more diverse mm. and more openly talking about women's issues in the new series. So she decided to do it. Yeah, it's interesting here. I think that it's nice that they listen, but Cynthia, I might have trusted your gut on this one. It hasn't really panned out that well. Goodness knows the Chris North allegations are horrific. The critical response has not been that positive to the show. I did watch the first couple of episodes, and I didn't really love it. And I don't think it's got anything to do with what Sarah's saying, which is people are ageist, and we just don't want to see stories about 50 and 60-year-olds. Let me tell you, Sarah, just I watch the Golden Girls every single night and I love it I love it there's just something a little off on this show do you think Donny that sometimes it's just better to move on going back is very very difficult in life in work in relationships sometimes I'm quite good at acknowledging what a wonderful past we have what a lovely work experience we once shared I don't want to really recreate it what about you now, I agree with you, and I think especially when it comes to TV, it's like there's been very few reboots or revivals yeah. that have worked. Yeah. The only one I think that has worked is The Connors, and that's only – it was supposed to come back as Roseanne and then yeah. that whole drama. But that's the only one that's really worked. There is a time and a place where something happened in that moment. Yes. Let's just let it be and enjoy what it was mm-hmm. and find something new. Yeah, things change. They should change. You change. The world changes. I'd love to turn back the clock sometimes 10 or 15 years and be working for JLo again or Diddy. <laughs> but if I got hired by Jennifer today, it would be different. We're both different people. Same yes. with Diddy. It would not be the same. You can't turn back the clock. So I understand why she was hesitant about this one. I think you should listen to your gut. Okay. Okay, moving along, Oprah Winfrey is calling out her best friend, Gail King, for failing to meet her very strict COVID policy. So Oprah is saying that Gail actually missed a celebration at her house because the CBS host allegedly failed to complete a four-step COVID-19 policy that she has for all her guests. Oprah revealed on Facebook that she requires all her guests to be, one, vaccinated, two, boosted, three, tested, and four, 
quarantined before they visit her on her sprawling estate in Santa Barbara. She went on to admit that she's so serious about these requirements that her longtime partner, Stedman, he has dubbed it, quote, the policy. <laughs> so they were having a party, actually, for Gail King's grandson, and Gail wasn't allowed to attend the first day because she missed one of those steps. So she did arrive later on at the weekend getaway. But Oprah did not make any exceptions. I sort of like this here. I feel if it's my house, if I'm paying for the booze, if I'm paying for the, the pigs in the blanket, if I'm paying for the barbecue, it's my rules. And if my rules say you have to wear a yellow dress or you have to have four shots, four different levels of protocol, or if I say you've got to wear a feather in your hair like Lola in Copacabana, <laughs> it's my party. What do you think? No, I kind of love this too. I love the fact that Oprah Winfrey, who's sitting on a multi-million dollar estate out in the middle of Santa Barbara... Yes which is sprawling open air, is basically telling Gail King, who is Gail King, no, you can't come to your own grandson's party because you missed one of my steps. Rules are rules. I like a rule. I do. I like a rule. I'm very, very strict with the rules. Also, too, Oprah is a living legend. We have to protect her. I think she's in a pretty good bubble, though. You're right. Can you imagine all that fresh air and Santa, yeah. Barbara, the rolling hills? I know. Meanwhile, though, who would have the chutzpah turn up at Oprah's house and not be tested? I would Meghan Markle. Dare. Me- oh, <laughs> Meghan. You might be onto something there. Hey, let's move along. What's going on with Britney Spears? Why is she not returning to music? <sighs> Britney has been a real open in her post-conservatorship. She's just been going all out on social media. Well, now she's talking about why she's just not ready to come back to music quite yet. She says that she's too hurt and she's too scared to return to the industry. Which makes sense because she keeps going on and about how she was under the control of her family. They did something unforgivable multiple years ago. And she's like, I wanted to be nice, but what they did to my heart was unforgivable. And she goes on to explain, I know it seems odd to people because everyone thought she's done with the conservatorship. She's going to yeah. release an album. She's yeah. going to tour. She's back. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, she's still guarded. She was mm. screwed over by an industry that took advantage of her for mo- many, many years. And now she's taking the time and she's got to know who to trust before she can make right. a comeback. She went on to say, not doing music anymore is her way of saying F you. She's really angry about all this, and I totally get it. And I think where she's connecting them is that because she sold so many albums, because of music, this made her very, very wealthy. And it's because of her wealth that she would argue she was targeted by her dad. Had she not had $60 million, would he have put her under a conservatorship? We don't know the answer to that, but I think we can all guess. And so I do understand here why she's reluctant. What I would say, though, is Britney, don't do anything because of somebody else do it for you if you don't want to make music I get it if music gives you pleasure and love do it don't spite other people because all you're doing is hurting yourself I'm told by my sources that Britney's really at home in a recording studio it's something that's in her DNA it's in her bones and so to not do it that's her happy place to not do it to spite your dad I get it at first but Britney I'm just saying Think about it, because actually you're really not spiting your dad. You're spiting yourself. Donnie, you hold a grudge. Now, I would guess you're somebody that could spite yourself to think you're upsetting somebody else. 
And I would say, <laughs> you are absolutely right, Rob Chute. Yeah. I, I can, I really feel for Britney here because I understand what you're saying of being like, you're only hurting yourself here because if you love music, you, you should do it. But I'm the kind of person to say, no, they want me to do the music, oh, so I don't want to do it. Listen to Uncle Robert, Brittany, not Donnie on this one. Quickly, before we get a break, <laughs> hey, there's some amazing new photographs out of Julia Roberts on a beach wearing a hot pink swimsuit. So the pictures are up on NaughtyGossip.com. She looks amazing. She's down under. She's in Australia Donnie. filming a new project with George Clooney. She's there with her handsome husband. Can we talk about him? Danny Moda has six, seven, eight-pack abs. Have you seen the abs on this guy? Oh, my goodness. Julia looks magnificent, too, and their twins are there, Phineas and Hazel, who are both 17, and Henry, who's 14. You forget they have three children. Julia is 54 years old. She looks fantastic. She recently spoke about ageing and how she's really enjoying it more. This time of her life, she's enjoying more. She said she doesn't love exercise, but she loves the effects of having worked out. It makes you feel accomplished. It gives you clarity, energy, strength, joy. I gotta say, I don't really like working out either, but I love having worked out. So I don't know anybody who goes for a walk, a run to the gym and feels worse afterwards. You always feel better after you've done it. It's the actual getting off your couch and the doing it that is not fun, but nobody feels worse afterwards. Julia, you look magnificent. She even said, getting older to me is nice and it releases you from certain concepts. I think that's really interesting too. When you get older, you worry about different things. And I think stuff that's really important is what you worry about more family, friendship, love. And so Julia, it is lovely to see you out. Do you think she has extra pressure, Donnie? Because after all, she will always be a pretty woman. I can kind of see what you're saying, but I think Julie Roberts has always been the girl next door. And I think that that has helped her in her career because she's gorgeous, gorgeous, stunningly beautiful. But she just is the girl next door. She's like, you love her no matter what. Right. She's got that big toothy Ooh, grin and she flashes yes. it at you like, love uh, you, girl. I love her. I saw her a couple of years ago. So Pretty Woman, the musical was on Broadway. Not so great, but I was invited <laughs> to see it the night Julia went to see it. And the people that invited me got me a seat right behind her. So I watched Julia watching herself. I didn't really see the musical, if the truth be told. I watched Julia, who Dolly seemed to be a bit confused. She didn't remember songs being in the version she did. Did I sing? Did, did, did I, I sing, sing that? Did, did I sing in the show? Did, did I sing? I know, God bless her, but in person, absolutely stunning. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Tom Shooter, with our dear friend, Donnie Meacham from OKMagazine.com. Hey, Donnie, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Thank you, darling. An extra daft from you today. Kanye West has bought a house opposite Kim Kardashian. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Let me point out, too. We told you about this first in September. We told you Kanye was looking to buy a house close to Kim. He actually bought one across the street. So once again, told you first here on the Naughty But Nice Show. Good idea or bad idea? (gasps) 79% said a bad idea. We joked about this yesterday, Donnie. I said to Misty, I was... I would let him renovate that house, and the second he was finished, I'd put my house up for sale if I was Kim. Bye. <laughs> Good idea, Wait, just, It's just awkward because what happens if her and Pete, Pete. go the distance oh. and Pete moves it? Oh Hi, Kanye. Hey, girl. Across <laughs> That's the street. That's why he's he doing know. it. He's going to yeah. stand on the lawn staring at them, wearing all his Jeezy. Yes. Oh, I don't know about this. Wild. It sounds like a disaster. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. What do you got, Donny? Oh, oh, America's golden girl, Betty White. <laughs> She's about to turn 100 years old. And she's joking about her diet secret ahead of there. And she goes, I try to avoid anything green, (laughs) which is hilarious. And she goes, I think it's working. It is. But she's so funny. And she's just, she's in such great health. And she she talked about that. She's like, I'm so lucky to be in such great health, turning 100 years old. 100. A few years ago, she actually told Parade Magazine her recipe for a long, happy life was vodka and hot dogs. (laughs) In that order. I love this People magazine story too. She went on to reveal she's a cockeyed optimist. She always sees the world through a positive outlook. And she said she got that from her mom. I think that's the real secret. Our nicest of the day and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. So Andy Cohen is clapping back at Real Housewife of OC alum Kelly Dodd over season 16 ratings. Andy is defending season 16 of the Real Housewives of Orange County amid criticism from Kelly Dodd. So Kelly's off the show. She's out of the show. But she took to Twitter and she tagged Andy saying, wait, wasn't I the ratings problem? We got over a million viewers for 14 out of the 16 weeks. Now this new season without her, they got under a million viewers 
for four weeks. So Andy responded and said, the reboot is going great. Feels like a return to form for the show. And look at the delayed numbers, not the live ones. That's what measured. Andy isn't really being accurate there. The numbers are definitely down. But I think this is a mistake. I think it's a mistake for him to respond. And Kelly just looks petty. It's over, Kelly. You've been fired. You're not coming back. If you want to say the numbers are down because you left... Maybe. Not really, though. They're down because it's a pandemic. The whole the whole franchise is down. It's other stuff going on. Kelly, let it go. Do you agree, Donnie? Just move on. It's over. It makes you look sad. It just yes. makes her look so sad. Because the fact that she checks the ratings, mm. that's what's sad. Move on. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. You get a Rob. Thank you, Donnie. Forgiveness leaves you able to focus on having a great tomorrow instead of reliving the bad decisions of your past. Focus on tomorrow, not the past. I hope Kelly Dodd is listening. Tomorrow, not the past. And the only way you can do that is to forgive. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Donnie show, a production of iHeartRadio. That sounds fantastic. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave us a review. And I know, I know, I know there's been some notes lately about all the ads. I'm not in charge of which ads run on the show, but we have taken some of them down. I think we were getting like... 19 ads an episode, Donnie. It went crazy. There were so many ads. I listened Holidays. to one of our own shows. There were so many ads that I've, I've definitely tried to reduce them. Once again, I don't pick the ads, but we're, we're definitely listening to you, and hopefully there's been somewhat of a solution there. Hey, all together now, let's say our little tag. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Nice. Take care, everybody. Take care. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. <laughs> 